How do we involve a brand while keeping true to our roots? Hello. Hi, Toki. Hi. I was going to say, hi, Jules. <laughs> now we should keep recording and people should know that Jules is your... Um, My alter ego. Your alter ego. Uh, so Luz is Luz for her brand and for her podcast, but she has this alter ego when she is in a photography set. She Her previous life, she was an excellent photographer, an excellent photographer assistant, and you didn't know this, but all of a sudden this photography assistant personality came out and I accidentally just called her Jules and it felt so natural and I really think she was channeling something else and so since then Luz has a nickname Jules which is Jules so if right. some, they might hear me at one point talk to, just it might just come out in the middle of a podcast yeah because it comes out when I'm not even planning it so now you know if in the future you hear me say Jules it's loses. I'm talking to loses alter ego. All right. But you can go back to our introduction. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Staples or Potatoes. I'm Toki. And this is Luz. And you can find me on Instagram, my brand, at We Are All Smith. And I am at Casupo.co. Episode 7. Yes. Well, can you believe it? Seven episodes already. Yes. Episode 7. It's a little bit more about branding. Yes, we've been really deep into the journey and spirituality and all those things. But this podcast is also about business. Yes. Um, so we're going to get in the, in the business part of it today. And facing those uh, conversations, internal conversations, and sometimes become conversations with friends about um, when you start your own brand... It's such a personal thing. It becomes so attached to your everyday life that uh, you battle between making it about a story behind the maker or just having anonymity and just being a brand by itself. And I think this is a new thing of like the past five years or something. Because I think in the 1990s, when you had a brand you were not thinking that you would be the face of the brand. Nobody was thinking that. No. It's just a new thing with social media and branding and influencers that it's just more a thing of there's a lot of designers that are the face of the brand and they model the brand, they talk directly to the customers, they are on Instagram all the time. And yeah, it's great to know who's making these things, who's designing the things, but definitely that question is a question of new businesses in this it this past me, decade. It makes me think, like, if you didn't know that Jessica Alba owned Honest Company, would you be as attached or as interested in, like, checking it out? Also, it makes me think social media has allowed, has left a platform for people to talk more about the story behind things. Like, Instagram stories is such a candid way to show content. Yes. That it's easy for people to show um, live moments uh things that are happening that week that are not so produced yes so i have been putting a lot more of that side of my life on my social media and as i uh, did my new brand kasupo um this conversation started about branding and the story behind the person 
of the brand started because I'm working on a new catalog. It's going to be the very first catalog for my brand uh, for trade shows and to show retail buyers, to show uh, customers. And we were thinking about, I was just trying to figure out, like sort out the pagination of the catalog and what goes in the cover. In the past, I've done catalogs for six years and the cover is very brand oriented, a product, a model, uh, very much about the brand by itself as a, its own thing. Yes. So um, I have this idea that maybe that Toki brought up to me, like it should, the cover should be you because it's the rebirth of a brand. Yes. It's the very first time this is coming out and the best way to connect with the brand is by telling the story of how it came about, who brought it to life. Yes. And so our debate and this, this podcast is going to be about how, okay, in, a, in a sense, you're intimidated by putting so much of yourself, especially on the front page of a, <laughs> of a giant tabloid newsprint catalog. This is not a little catalog. The idea behind this catalog is going to be a big newspaper print. Yes. So it's gonna be a big photo of me in the front instead yes. of my product, which is how I hide. I hide behind my product. Yes. I let my product talk for itself. Okay. And how I feel like maybe that is so much about the, not about the point. The point is not about me, it's about the brand. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Well, for me, the motivation of giving this idea to, um, Luz, I literally was about to call you Julia. I could uh, Not even Jules, but Julia. <laughs> Great. Uh, first of all, it was easy to give this idea because it wasn't me. <laughs> it was like, you go on the cover, <laughs> which we'll come back to that later. Yes. Uh, but it was easier to say that idea because it wasn't me. It was Luz, who I remember having this conversation with her this past year on how she... Well, she didn't know if she put more of her photos on her Instagram feed and on her stories. And I think at this point, she's so comfortable doing it that I don't think she even thinks about twice when she's doing a story and talking to the camera. I, I know that you were a little hesitant to do it last year, but now you're actually pretty comfortable with it. And so I, I don't think you, you'd give a second thought when you do it, do you? No, uh, no, I, I don't mind it. Especially if I have something important to say. Like, if I'm going in front of the camera, it's because... I, I know that it's more effective if I show my face. And it actually message. makes it, I bet it actually makes it easier for you to communicate what you communicate by you talking directly to the yes. camera, to the customer. So you have discovered since then that it's a great tool to address the crowd directly, yes. quickly, and be the message, be exactly what you want to say. Instead of having like an ad agency write the message for you, instead of having uh, somebody else say what you want to say, you can say exactly when you want to say it, when you want to say it how you want to say it. But anyways, the reason that um, I thought that would be great for Luz was the fact that if there's only one moment to put yourself as that kind of big in front of your brand is because you have such a uh, large amount of retail stores that carry your brand and a large amount of customers that because you they know your face, because they, they, you've uh, introduced yourself on social media, then to talk about the the reason behind the new brand, about the renaming, about the rebirth of it, it kind of made perfect sense. And it actually makes it, in my mind, great to hear it from the designer. 
instead of hearing it from somebody else, because I already hear you and I trust you, then to address me directly in this new, you've already addressed it in Instagram, but this is now you're going to address it on print. Yes. So I thought it was a great idea. Yes. I mean, it comes at, a right, at the right time because I feel like I've evolved through this process of exposing more of my myself in my, through my business. Okay. But I, I, this is... It's out of your comfort zone. Yes, because it's like I'm, I'm intimidated not so much about taking the photo because I can do that. Yes. I'm intimidated by seeing that big photo in the front of that big piece of paper. Okay. Because I feel like even if it was like the half size of the, the half letter I, size. I don't think the size of the paper is really has anything to do with the intimidation. <laughs> like, I think you'd also be intimidated if it was like a postcard or a, you know, or a business card. You'll be like, wow, you're on all of your business cards? I put it in my, news, my, my postcard for announcing the There brand. you go. And do you have any regrets about it? No. I feel like it's all about how you address the message. Yes, so agree. So the way that I decided that I will do it, and hopefully I'm going through with this because I'm going to put a photo on this. <laughs> then they'll image. be like, oh, she changed her mind. <laughs> yeah. She chickened out. Um, the idea that we're gonna, I'm going to address it by explaining how do we involve a brand while keeping true to our roots. Yes. And so... That's going to be the main headline of the front page. Exactly. Um, so it's not your you being on the cover for no reason. It has a it has a purpose. It has like it has a professional purpose. Exactly. I don't want it to be vain. That's stupid. Absolutely, that. absolutely. And I think that's when it's very valid for any entrepreneur, for any business owner, that might or might not be used to doing it. If you're going to put yourself as the face of the brand for one occasion or many occasions. To be a re- to there to for there to be a reason why you're doing exactly. it. Exactly, there has to be a, a real reason behind yeah. it. Like lack of models, or <laughs> <laughs> that is not a reason. Like a budget. <laughs> a budget reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so tell us why. I've always been intrigued with this. Okay. You have a big. Oh no! This is coming. It's... This is come now. It's turning the tables. I'm sorry. We're out of time, everybody. <laughs> no, it's your time now. Toki has a big following on Instagram. Yet he has managed to do it all without ever showing his face. I have, there's like two or three posts that have my face. People. He has like almost 20,000 followers. He has two photos of his face. But, but I'm in there for, for, the, for the ones that dig deep into... Most people that have seen your face is because they've seen it through my stories on my Instagram. I know. They recognize me more from Luz's Instagram than from my own Instagram. This is a yeah. true story. Yeah. So you managed to build that Instagram account <laughs> without any stories with your voice or photos of you. And I feel like this is the first time through this, po- through this podcast that yes. people are getting to hear your voice. Yes. Which is also not only super sexy. Of course. And wise. Yes, my voice is very sexy. But it's super interesting. Like the story behind your brand and your story yes. is amazing. And I don't understand why you don't want to be in the front page of your catalog. I honestly think it's because I'm old school. You know what I'm saying? Like to me... I don't know if it's my age and for people hearing this out there, even though I sound like a 20 year old, (laughs) I'm 42 years old. Um, So for me, I honestly think it comes from me being old school, from identifying more with like, I honestly had somebody to explain to me the other day what TikTok was and I still don't understand it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. Same thing with, I've never been on Snapchat. I don't have a Snapchat. And when somebody explained to me Snapchat three years ago, I did not understand it. So I think you reach an age where you're like, you know what? 
I've reached my, my, I peaked in technology. And I feel that in that aspect, I'm old school in the fact that I just don't think that any part of me is needed in, in the social media branding. And also I should say like, I should say this, before this became a thing, right? And I'm not gonna name any names, but I had a buddy who had a brand and he used to put himself on all the posts. And I was like, this is super annoying. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think it was the early influence or the, one of the first people I saw do this before it became a huge thing on Instagram. This is when Instagram was like two years old or something. So before anybody was on Instagram, it was still like a little thing just for photographers to share their thing. But he already had his brand there and he kept sharing things on it. And I feel like this is too much. And I think maybe now looking back, now you're asking me and I'm recalling this event. I'm like, maybe I have such like an early attachment to the Instagram about sharing your, yourself too much of it that I just decided that wasn't for me. Okay, so I'm going to refer to a portion of one of Carolyn Mace's books. Okay. Actually, the beginning of one of her books okay. that talks about how you use different affirmations as excuses in general. Like people say, oh, I'm a Pisces. Oh, no, this is going to bite me. I'm a Pisces. <laughs> This is what happens. Well, yeah, I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> exactly. And that is your way to get away with a behavior or a habit that is not for your highest good. So you just said, I'm old school. That was your affirmation. Yes. I put myself in the old school box. Yes. And you're staying in that box. It's not that I'm staying in the box forever, but right now that box is pretty comfortable. <laughs> okay. So, I just want to identify that as your excuse. It is it is definitely an excuse, but I got to say... And not the reason. It's an excuse. I think it's both. I'm gonna, I can't wait for the catalog for next year to be with your photo. <laughs> also, I got to say something. So, if you've seen my brand, you know that Smith from the beginning has been modeled by this ridiculously good-looking man. Um, so... All of a sudden, I'm like, are people going to go like, wow, who's this like little Mexican in the photo? <laughs> that is a true honesty, by the way. Uh, no, I, I literally have thought about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't want to get like a hundred people unfollowing me <laughs> You're if, if I post a, a photo of myself. Um, that's one of the things. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know it's a stupid one. It's a silly one, but I have thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I don't want people to think like, oh, this guy thinks he's as good looking as Jaws because it's like the Jaws and then me. That just, that just makes no zero sense. Like the branding from the beginning, which started with Ryan Pavey. Um, he, I actually, people, I don't know if people know this, but when Smith started since the very beginning, since our very first catalog, speaking about catalogs, I photographed Ryan and Madeline and on the credits of the catalog it said and Ryan Pavey as Smith I actually gave Ryan the identity of Smith and for many many uh, uh, seasons we always the, all the seasons that Ryan modeled because at first Ryan was our model from for the first like six years um, it was always referred to him as giving the first credit of as Smith, as the character of Smith. That was part of just the branding. That was just a quirky idea that came in the beginning that Ryan will play the role of Smith. Madeline will play the role of Mrs. Smith. And so 
That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it was very cool while it lasted. And then if you guys follow Ryan, Ryan has become the super famous actor for um, General Hospital. And now he does lots of movies for the Hallmark Channel. So even though he's my really good friend and I love the guy, he's not as accessible to me as he was before. I was just like, hey, come down for a photo shoot. Okay. Uh, so because of that, I had to branch out and find other models. If you follow the brand, you also know that any model that models for the brand that is not Ryan is called a wingman. Because our first guy, which was um, known on Instagram as Navy Jack, he was the first person to model when Ryan wasn't available. And I call him his wingman, like stepping up for Ryan when Ryan wasn't available, taking, taking one for, for the team. So every other model that came afterwards, um, we just call them a wingman. Or, or they're all Ryan's wingman. So that also for me was a... It, at first, it wasn't an excuse to hide myself. It was just, oh, this is a cool way to brand this this name and give somebody the character of Smith. And it really took on so much that Ryan one day told me the story of somebody who recognized him at Home Depot. And he thought they were recognizing him for being the te- Detective Nathan West on General Hospital. They, were, they actually said, like, oh, you're Smith. Like, wow. So that to me was like, whoa, that's like super awesome that... It, it worked a lot. And then I didn't want to also then, is this Smith? Like, because people also would, in a brand called We Are All Smith, people think like the guy behind the brand is also a Smith. So I didn't want to create this customer confusion where like, well, you said this is Smith, this super handsome dude. And all of a sudden this little Mexican is coming out and saying he's also a Smith. So it's also, that's another reason, but Luz is thinking it's an excuse. <laughs> no, but actually this brings a great point for people that have brands or that want to start brands. Not all brands have to follow the same path to be good brands. Like this is an example of how he put together a brand based on a story of having a person as the Smith that he chose. And how did he evolve from not having him available to have this wingman in his Instagram um, account that actually follows through with the story and he's sticking through to that plan by doing that branding and maybe having himself on the post is really not really gonna uh, like hit the scale like till it wouldn't be on brand it wouldn't be on brand not not so much on brand but it's not like it's gonna make it better so if it's not gonna benefit it then it's not necessary to do it exactly so you have better things to do with your time yes and, and then there's some brands that really thrive from that maker story, from the person doing the work, um, from getting to know that person's personal And I think habits. now, these days, I think new brands have too much pressure on putting the spotlight of themselves from the beginning. Like the social media pressures you to be, uh, to, uh, there's all these people that, yes, uh, stores are choosing brands that are authentic, that there's a story behind them, that there's a maker, but that's also putting yourself a pressure for everybody to brand them the same way. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good example how two, two brands, we're very close friends. We still have different ways of running our business because his way of running the business has a very, like not structure, but it has a very... Um, methodical, strategic way of him branding his person. Like he's branding to a, a ideal person. Yes. An aspiring person. Yes. And the way I like to do my branding is to connect with my customers through the behind the scenes of making the product, behind the scenes of making the brand. Like I, I find that to me, it's way more interesting to share stories about what I'm doing that day to day than it is to bring 
a hot guy showing his pecs on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> for that, I just go to his account and I look through his account. If you wanted to do that, go for if it. If you wanted a hot guy with the hot yeah, pecs. So I just think it's very interesting that that you can see people that are listening that can see examples of how brands can be totally different. The way that, um, let's say, Club Monaco handles their branding is totally different from yes. the way, um, I don't know, Banana Republic does it or Scotch and Soda or like Nordstrom. Like yes. They all do it a little bit different. Yes. The big brands that are giant that don't have a maker behind it necessarily, they handle it in a way very similar, but they take they have their own take at making it personal and yes. connecting. But small brands have the ability to be very flexible. Like we can we can show this behind the scenes, or we can make it super like storytelling by yes. showing aspiring customer, and we can kind of like move a little bit more um, easily between yes. those things between yes. those lines. So. I just want everybody listening, especially if you're new to starting this, that you shouldn't feel the pressure of like, if you want to stay private, stay private. Don't don't feel like you need to share everything about you and your life or your even your process. Like, yes, it's good to have transparency for the customer, but that could be a note on your website, on the product description where the product was made and who made it. Like, you don't have to come live to say it. Like, if you don't want to, this is great for other brands. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like social media, especially Instagram, puts so much pressure on people that... The, you, in order to be successful, this is what you have to do. And also the other thing is that you can always try one system. Like if you want to try sharing more about yourself, which is, this is what happened to me. Last year, I decided, okay, let's start testing with more content about the process, about me, about where it's made, showing the factory, all of that stuff, just to test it. And what I found was that all those, all that content was way more engaging than what I was posting before, which was product photos. So in that test, I was like, I'm going to test it. I, I'm really uncomfortable doing this, but if it doesn't work, I'm not going to keep doing it because it's just yeah. uncomfortable. And I found actually the test was worth trying because it worked for me. But don't feel like you have to do one thing always or the other thing always. Just test it out if you're planning on doing one of those things. This is such a fast moving uh, time right now yes. that nobody's going to know if you try something and just stop doing it. Yes. Like if it doesn't work, why well, keep trying it? Exactly. So do something else. Yes. And you can keep moving. We're like uh, in a moment where we have flexibility to try different things. Just try to stay consistent with one thing first. Yes. Test it out so you can have a good amount of time. Don't try to one day you do this and the next day you do that. I, I think there's a problem for a lot of people. They do one test one time. It got very few likes, very little uh, um, interaction and they immediately think it doesn't work and no. they don't keep trying it like you should really if you if you want to try a strategy like stick to it yeah stick to it for at least four to five months yes i would say that's like yeah months least. not days people months like you really need to test it yeah so there you go that i feel like that's a good way to summarize how our catalogs why our catalogs look so different yes <laughs> <laughs> um and I can't wait to start working on that new catalog and also to talk about, like, to bring that kind of presentation to the website, too. Yes. And, and to it'll be interesting it. for people listening to the podcast, too, for them to do a, a revisit this topic in a couple of months when your uh, catalog has been out for a couple of months. And then you tell people how did it go with it. Yes. So just for reference, this episode is going to come out around the beginning of March, the beginning of February. Sorry, we're in January. Yeah. The beginning yeah. of February. So 
Um, the catalog won't be coming out until end March of 1st. March 1st. And yeah. then it still needs to be distributed. It's going to go to a couple of trade shows in March, a couple of trade shows in August. Yes. So, uh, so if you're listening to this after March, um, check out the Instagram account so you can probably see some photos. Oh, you can see the catalog. catalog. Yeah, you'll be able to see the catalog on her Instagram after March. All right. Yes. Well, thank you for your brand uh, branding feedback and your push to put me on the cover of the catalog. And thank you for putting me on the spot with all our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> thank you also. I'm going to force Toki to put a photo of him uh, on his Instagram at some uh, point. Uh, you know, now with my upcoming move to San Francisco, I think I'm going to do... Uh, one photo just to to mark the 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 book into my life in LA uh, and to the beginning of a new chapter. Nice. Uh, I'll probably post a photo in there. I, I feel it coming. It's just happened once a year, and I feel like this is it. I feel like this is it. I feel prepare it's people. Yeah, prepare. It's happening. Prepare. Make sure you give me a lot of likes so that I don't feel sad. Oh yeah, comment and give yeah. us some love. Um, all right. Well, that was episode six. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a comment, a question, an idea, you can DM me through my Instagram account at WeAreAllSmith. Or you can message me through Instagram at Casupo.co. This is Luz. This is Toki. Always a pleasure having you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.